Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. So welcome everybody to season two of the Earth School. In this season, we're going to be exploring archetypes and practical approaches to embodying them and awaken them within ourselves. And we thought we'd start gently, maybe, and enter into the elements and start with the foundational one of the earth element. And mm. welcome, Bibi. How are you doing? Hi, Rosalind. Good, good to be back. Really excited about this second season with you. Yeah, looking mm-hmm. forward to exploring mm. these aspects. And we thought we'd start with the earth element. Um, do you get a sense of why we're starting there? Or I know sometimes it can be very logical and practical, but for you, sort of, why would we start with earth versus maybe the other elements? I think um, earth is something, you know, there's a tangibility to it that just, I think, makes it easier sometimes for us to relate to, mm. um, you know, where some of the other elements have like a more subtle quality to them. So um, I think earth is a, is a really good way to dive into different qualities, different archetypes and, and um, yeah, why, why they're important and um, how they can, I think an archetype is always a huge possibility to inform us. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, I think like the earth one is the one that we sort of is more tangible to us or we have more understanding of and allows maybe a different access to it versus some of the other ones we might find just a little bit harder to understand. Maybe what would that look like within me or maybe feel we don't have any of that there. Or I think because we have a physical body to start with, we all go, oh, yeah, yeah, I sort of have a bit of an understanding of the earth element. Like, So in terms of um, an archetypal energy, how do you see the earth element um so to me earth is 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 very much you know we talk about stability if you think about the earth when you look out it's what where we stand on you know it's where we build our houses upon you know we create structures from the material of of the earth so there is something that that is is closely linked to us in terms of, you know, even, even the idea of a root chakra quality, a rooting, a, a standing with both feet on the ground, and especially through a lens of, of, of yoga. Um, when we look at earth elements, um, yes, the earth element is, is the body, but even within the body, the body houses different elements. So we would look at, you know, maybe the bone structure and, um, joints and how how are your bones moving in space how they're holding you up how if you stand on your two feet how are you distributing the weight across the bones in your feet so you know that there is a lightness that there is a sound structure to it so on a, on a very on a very entry level in to me it's 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 all of those qualities everything has to do with foundations where we put our roots where we stand upon um that is very earthy Mm. yeah 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 i would say very similar so it has to be the roots that way like but the the to me the earthy energy is also like what it feels like externally but also internally that way like so how how do i feel that earthy energy within me and as you said we have them all within us like you know or if i feel i don't have any of that there 
how can I allow myself to access it or do I feel like I'm too like not even too much isn't the word but you know excess of it do I feel mm-hmm. I lack it do I know how to apply it but it has to be that ground and rooted being sort of in ourselves but an understanding also of why we're maybe not in ourselves and it's like the real deep connection to the land that we walk on like and it's connected to me also sort of it's the land the earth so whether where I'm from where I live currently and sort of the history of that or my ancestral line too would be to me that earthy part also so it's like that's all informing me my past my connection to the earth like Mm. and what does that mean to me and how do I interact with that relationship like Mm. it's also you know if you compare it to all the other elements in a way it's the slowest moving element there is there is and with that there's a certain consistency and that plays into what you mentioned you know ancestral lions they don't change from one moment to the other and usually where we root down um where we perceive our home is that doesn't change from day to day all the time so with the earth element it's it comes also all those qualities that bring us a sense of stability, a sense of security, a sense of reliability, right? Um, and then to go into that expression of a, you know, maybe an excessive uh, earthiness can then be just a little bit to the extreme of that. Um, <laughs> bless you. <laughs> to the extreme of that, where we go into, you know, a where we are unwilling to change where we are bracing and holding and where we become maybe a little bit harsh you know in 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 our attitude harsh and and overly settled and so the earthiness can also be something is to me the dialogue with earth is also the dialogue of aging you know when we when we relate to life as we go through life sometimes like you can feel in the postures the back is coming over us there's a hardening there's a pulling in um or there is this quality of 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 wisening of of deepening of of standing tall and being in ourselves right and so it to me that has all to do with how we how we relate to the earth element and how we play with you know what's our foundation um, how do I build structures in my life so that there is a lastingness for my spirit on this mm. on this earth? It's like the mm. c- the container, the house, mm. you know. Like, and it's like to me, the founds are, and none of them are going to be raised properly with the perfect founds because there's no such thing as the perfect founds. Like, but the foundations. Then, like you know, sometimes we reach a point in our life just we're chatting about the healing journey and the element of ours. So sometimes we're like, this house is like. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. It's perfect. And then we're like, oh, there's a crack. Oh God, there's a whole. Oh God, the, the, the whole the whole house maybe the, the plaster Paris is coming off. Not the plaster, but like the, the stuff's coming down. The wallpaper's falling, or it's just a smell, or there's mold. And we're like, oh God, the house needs a bit of changing. And I go, it's not often we have to take the whole house down. Sometimes we do, but it's not often. But it's sometimes like a wall needs to come down, a certain part needs to be taken out, or it needs to be rejigged or revamped and upgraded, or we build an extension onto it. You know, we expand in that capacity for it. But I always see the founds as the part of which everything else is built on. Like, mm-hmm. and it's natural. There's going to become cracks. There's going to become changes, or we're going to go like this has been a beautiful house for now, but now I need to change. I need to nearly move house like and in terms of our healing journey it's sometimes we're at a point where we're noticing the cracks and we can either keep ignoring them 
But we all know those little hairline cracks usually get bigger, the mold will usually maybe have health implications or whatever, you know, so then it becomes we can't keep ignoring it. So then we usually have to stop and go, oh, I'm going to maybe have to get help with those boys to get help with fixing that up a little bit. Or maybe I can actually maybe do a DIY job. It might work. It might not work. And then or else we're sort of going, this is beautiful, but it no longer can contain me. And I need to maybe up the roots and head somewhere else like and as I often say to people, like when our energy is shifting and moving, we can make those changes and move and be excited. But our energy will still feel a little bit unstable, even though we're excited about those changes, because it's like the roots are still going, oh, I'm not too sure where we're going yet. I'm not really anchored fully in here. So we can still feel unstable or it can be that we're in the fear and like which would be sort of the excess of the earth. I see like where we're in deep fear, and we're really out of our system then like. Mm because we don't have the roots like so to me I always just see it as the it's the first thing like that way and it feeds the rest then as well like it feeds all the other elements it feeds our whole entire system it feeds the rest of our life like you know because if I feel a little bit secure even five percent more than maybe I do at the minute or I feel a little more in my body than I did yesterday all that has a massive impact on the rest of my being like Mm -hmm. if my needs are met that has a massive impact on my capacity and ability then maybe to go explore the ideas that I have even like you know, of course if those needs aren't being met which is the earthly stuff if I feel it's not providing me not nurturing me not giving me what I need it's it's easy to say go and explore you know oh your dreams and all that like, but if I'm feeling uh I don't know if I can have like my dinner this evening I don't know if I can pay my bills this month it's a little bit harder to go explore those visions and those ideas or the or the heart's calling like whereas when we're the feet are on the ground and we're really anchored in ourselves then we might go okay actually I can now because I know my needs are being met at a certain level I can take that little bit of a risk and go mm-hmm. sort of with the air in a sense like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and also just just to kind of circle back to you when you were saying about the refurbishment of the house you know I think when we literally when we talk about you know these qualities and these archetypes and it it's always an analogy you know we can take that word by word or we can take that everything that we say in today's recording as like you know what else does that mean to you yeah. roots you know in every aspect so when we talk about refurbishment of the house or if you had to finding cracks the way houses have been refurbished when there's a bigger refurbishment there's usually a stabilization around it right so this is also something so all of those analogies work so if you're if you're moving house if you're finding okay certain things within the structures that you've created in your life how you where you work how you go to work how you you know the relationships that you have in your in your everyday how you time-wise structure your day if you're making a massive adjustment to that it's like taking a whole wall out of your house and so to be really mindful of that and have these supporting pillars that we have when we get the builders in and refurbish the house to do that with ourselves so whether that's be in form of a teacher or a mentor or a really good friend that understands that and can help us so we can lean onto them and into them while parts of us are being rebuilt and I think one element that comes to mind as well especially when we're talking about the healing journey and when we talk about we get very excited about you know <laughs> this expression of finding the best version of ourselves so or, you know, our full, fullest expression or fullest blueprint or, you know, we sometimes can get a little bit overboard and knock all the walls down all at once. 
And as a result, because it's such an earthy element in that way, we're taking apart all the aspects of who we are and we actually have nothing less left to lean, lean on to it. And that's when we also disembody, right? That's when we also go into fight or flight, we go up and out. And so considering that, considering when we make structural changes to who we are weaving out those old patterns that earth element is slow to change it it may take time we may need support we need to be kind with ourselves you know um in 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 order to maybe just take one wall out and then allow that to be replaced and then the other side so not the whole structure comes crashing down in a in a complete breakdown in that way mm-hmm. i think that's that's also really important when it comes to earth element oh yeah definitely like mm-hmm. well, we don't need to take the wrecking ball to the whole thing like and sometimes it's actually like you know we're chatting about houses like but you know like i remember like up at home in alt eric or in granda's house in alt eric you know you'd peel off a little bit of the wallpaper and then you're seeing something else or i see people renovating old houses and they peel away something they're like oh my god there's all this beautiful old stone cladding that they put that orange wallpaper on top of, you know, and that's like ourselves. Sometimes we're aiming for something to take it out, remove it, release it. And sometimes it's actually like, let's just peel back something and see what's beneath it. Mm-hmm. First of all, like rather than look, the word we often use in healing is, like, you know, release, release, release. And I'm like, let's just let's just see what's there first. Not everything needs to be removed from our system, like mm-hmm. or energetically, because a lot of it has a lot of beauty to it. If maybe mm-hmm. we can see beneath that initial layer that that's all we can see off like but the the, the earthy energy to me it's just, it just feeds everything it's like and it's it's like as you said it's slow moving it's heavy but it's also still yeah. you know if you think of the soil deep in the soil a lot is happening and we're seeing none of it do you know mm. like unless we're really looking for it so it's, it's like ourselves too sometimes we feel like we should be always active or doing and creating and moving and living and whatnot else like but sometimes we need that and that sort of going right into the soil and just be planted in it mm-hmm. and let all of that the soil and and to me that's the earth is what nurtures me as you said the kindness the compassion to the self you know can I let myself be held in that space by something so I don't need to hold myself up during this, whether it's support externally or whether it's I know what I need or whether I need to explore what those things are. But so it's like you're the roots are drinking in that support, those qualities that I feel I need just so I can be where I am and maybe not trying to move the mountain before mm. it needs to even maybe be moved or even just moved an inch like, but just letting ourselves be there sometimes in that earthy energy like mm. I often describe it just like you know let yourself feel like you're in a little nest and that nest is just full of everything that you like really is really good and nurturing and really oh I'd love more of that you know like and just really sink into that mm. and sometimes that is healing in itself like mm. that 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 physical stillness right? that um where we look at an astrology would say that would be sort of Taurus, the Taurian quality, right? So in astrology, we look at the earth element and we split it like every element into sort of three different expressions. And I think that's really, so earth can be this very quiet and still and established quality with which we do something or which we are in life. 
but there is also this um the, this initiating quality to earth and also like the mutability so this this initiating quality of earth will be like would be Capricorn. So this quality of, you know, um, it was like a, a mudslide, you know, it starts somewhere slow and then it has a massive impact, you know, and, and so just because the earth element has a slowness to it, um, it can be incredibly powerful. And so the way to start something with an earth energy is, is also to me starting something that's there to last. It might not kick off as quickly, uh, you know, it might not be as entertaining and as, as, you know, quickly change but to start something with with an earth quality means there is a commitment a long haul there is a trajectory into into really creating something so even if you think of like starting a business with a capricornian energy there's a very sobriety to it's a very much of a a maturity to that quality that slowly step by step keeps on rolling and one foot steps in front of the next and so we build on top of the first layer foundation next layer foundation we just start building a business that has solidity and that's able to withstand you know um storms we talked in a little bit about like you know the the Taurian quality of like just being still and that i will that ability but also the the other aspect we maybe haven't mentioned yet with earth is that Virgo quality of you know noticing when there are cracks in the wall and just being deliberate and being very detail oriented and you know having the patience to go back and forth and polishing something you know before we put it out into the world it's like you know we sometimes have an idea and straight away we shoot from the belt like with the Virgo and it's more so they let's just scan the environment and see what's needed out there and let's just scan my interior environment mm -hmm. and see what kind of skills do I have and then let's match the the skills appropriately to the moment as I'm meeting the moment which again in terms of business is a really Really, uh, a powerful skill to have to really understanding what you're bringing into the world but also you know what what you feel like people really need at the moment but also in terms of relationships right there's this reliability to ever go in quality or like the friend that you go to you know and ask like you know I don't know I'm having having a hard time figuring this out you know can we just trash it out can we work it out you know that person will go all the way to the end with you and all the way into the rabbit <laughs> hole and into the next rabbit hole so <laughs> so having that quality, um, I think, of earth, while it's slow and while it has that stability, even within that, it has these different expressions, which I think just make makes it so rich and goes beyond what we may associate first, which is earth, right? Yeah. Still dirt, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like taking any word like or any element or like as we chat about in a lot of the podcasts, how do we define that word? And then how does that definition define how I interact with that energy? And then can I allow myself maybe to expand on that definition or start looking for that quality in other people or in life in general and go, oh, that's an expression of that that I would never have seen before. Like, mm -hmm. And then if it's been expressed in that way, can I allow myself maybe to play with that and see what that would feel like? Especially because when it comes to earth energy, some people just think it's blech, heavy, stuck. You're never going to move. Do you know, like, and that's to me would be an imbalance off it, like, mm -hmm. because the earth's always moving. Always like that way in so many different ways, like that way. So it's always got movement to it. But just because it's not running like the Giselle down the road, like we think it's not going. But it's, it's funny, we just think it's stuck. You're stuck. You're rigid. There's no movement to you. You're not going to get anywhere with it. 
Mm. And I'm like, mm, for me, it's like, as from what everything else comes, like, you know, like, and it goes at its own, as you said, it goes at its own pace in different ways, like, but it's constantly got movement to it and it's constantly got life to it. Yeah. As well, like, so it's not this big dead thing just sitting there. It's got so much life to it. It has fertility, right? Yeah. Mother Earth, it's the expression of, you know, if you look at, okay, the tree might not move from today till tomorrow, but the different expressions there, it's it's alive. And there's one tree here and a totally different expression of another tree over here. And then there's this plant here. And, you know, so there is this both in Earth, like this, this movability and the fertility and yet to create, you know, I mean, when we're talking about Earth, we talk about embodiment. How are we bringing our soul physically into this, into this world? You know, how are we interacting with this world? And to me, Earth then is always these, these ways of, well, how, how am I doing this? And can I do it consciously? You know, or am I sparring off into either end of the extremes where being totally, totally stuck or then being that mudslide that rolls over anyone and anything, you know, (laughs) (laughs) regardless of can be Capricornian quality uh, (laughs) as well. But when we become aware of sort of um, the the neutrality of earth quality, so not not in like a very heightened up and very low, but in its in its purest form, we can kind of recognize, like you said, that in our in our life, in our expression. And then we can I think that's what archetypes do. They give us they're like a lighthouse. You can see, oh my God, I've just totally been a mudslide here for the last, you know, yeah. three months. My poor family and friends, <laughs> I've been steamrolling this project through with regardless of anyone else around me. Or, you know what, I actually took this COVID situation and instead of being a <laughs> retreat, I became stuck somewhere. You know, um, I think that is that there, there's ways of playing. And then we can, once we have that lighthouse, we can for, decide for ourselves where, you know, how we realign ourselves and orient and how to use that quality in a way that is that is really not just soothing our soul, but that becomes really powerful and how, how we show up in this world. Mm, it's given, yeah. like, to me, it's the dark pebble energies has given us a reflection that we can use ourselves then like within ourselves and to know we can grow all of them within ourselves like that way like and they're always at play in our lives whether we know it or not but we're maybe bringing an awareness to how it is at play within me Mm. and then I can also learn how to adjust or bring it in or release it too that way like so I'm sort of negotiating with them and an understanding so they're coming into different conversations with each other and sometimes you're opening the door and going okay that that one just isn't working for me anymore you are no longer needed even though it had a great influence in my life but now I need to bring in something else or it's like okay actually this just needs a different quality injected into it like so it can grow in a different way like and it's for me the the earth one it has so many different levels to it like but above all to me is like the earth has so much wisdom in it If we look outside, it has so much wisdom. Like, and we all chat about returning to our true nature. We all chat about our relationship to the earth as a reflection of our relationship to ourselves. Do you know, like, or the lack of it there, like, as a reflection of the greater world. Like, so to me, it's like, you know, if I can nurture that, the other ones will naturally come so much more easier. Like, because this I can see, this I can go out to, this I can bring into me. Like, and I mm-hmm. can find wisdom from every part of it which then allows me to grow that within myself. So then if I go to, whether it's the other elements or different archetypes, I might find it easier to go into relationship with them. Like if they're less tangible or less 
you know, I don't really know what that archetype really means. Like that I can go, okay, but I remember growing in relationship to the earth. So now I know I can grow in relationship to whether it's air or whether it's in relationship to the lovers or whatever it might be, like the priestess, anything like that. I can grow in that aspect too. Like, mm. I think it's really important to remember they're all within us, but some are just dormant and some can be awakened. And I know we naturally have sometimes more in us than others, but mm. we can access them all at the same time. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's also important to recognize, you know, when we when we do this work with with friends and in a group that, you know, our our need for for an earth element will show up in different dosages. Yeah. And it will also show up in different areas. So what creates stability for one person, one area of a life might feel like real confinement for somebody else. And so there is individuality within all of that. And that I think what makes us so unique and what makes in living together so creative and beautiful because we can see how earth expresses itself in different ways through through all of us. And so if we all try to fit into the same shape, it's not going to work. You know, mm -hmm. we don't all need 25% of earth and then 25% of everything or element. That That's not how it plays out. And for some of us, like you said, the earth element just plays a different, a, a bigger role because it may show up in 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 more areas than one for us but we all need some level of rooting stability organization you know nurturance yeah. of those of those qualities but i think it's 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 really interesting to have those those conversations then with, with friends as well when we talk about the healing journey you know when we do that uh, in a collective way and and just you know having these qualities and really listening when you talk to your family as well about like you know when you hear those words coming up of stability or nurturance or you know in in yeah. what circumstances do they pop up in a conversation that gives you a lot of indication of where that person needs earth energy and so i think we can listen to each other in between the lines and, and help each other allow to be more of who we who we are in our own uniqueness and supporting each other uh, and also then acknowledging that you know sometimes as friends and as, as how we resonate with people is because one person has just that little bit more earth mm. naturally in them than the other person and that is just a really good com com combination and so we can learn so much of, of, of one another um, in that way uh, but whatever element sort of is is I feel like is, is I don't want to like using the word dominant but mm. whatever element you have more of it really pays off to pay attention to that and how you express that element within your life um where is it conscious where is it non-conscious um individually but then also in in relationship with everyone else around yeah because that could even be part of your strengths your natural strengths your natural gifts that we just dismiss and we're out there searching for you know what am i meant to do in the world but something that you're already maybe just doing naturally but don't see it as well like mm. Like, yeah. so then in, it's also what we hear our friends saying to us right oh my god thank god i can like i can always rely on you so yeah. whereas we might not see ourselves as earthy at all or reliable in that way you know we hear it through the conversation of other of o other people yeah. how yeah. they perceive us you know um and then we can engage in that consciously and can draw conscious boundaries as well you know if you feel like that everyone is leaning onto you all the time yeah. because you don't even recognize your earthiness in it. Um, so by you then embodying more of your earthiness, more consciousness, you can also notice then when you're emptying out quicker mm, and to nourish yourself and have that boundary. And then, but also consciously go, okay, you know what? 
when I'm with that person, that person seems to really feel grounded around me and just let that be because we all, we all guiding each other. We're all teaching each other. The more where we can be of that though, I think the more, the more fuel we give it. Yeah. 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 I just got, but it's like, you know, it's in the old phones, you know, they had in the walls and they connected all the circuits together to put people through to each other. It's like sometimes people can connect our circuits when we're with them. Like, you know, I was talking about this at the weekend with some people. I was like, just explain the very basics of energy to them. And I was like, well, you could be a brilliant ideas person, but you can't get any of it out the door. Like you can't get mm-hmm. any of it landed. None of it manifested, none of it birthed. Like I go, so then you suddenly find yourself, you meet up with your partner or a friend or a colleague or somebody you're working with. I go, and they're like, they're, they just bring things out to life all of the time. I go, and suddenly you find yourself accessing that energy, not stealing it from them, but it sort of ignites that part in you, or they're the person who does that work for you. You know, if you're mm. in a collaboration or if you're partnerships and businesses and all there, like it's sometimes just really interesting to watch you know, how the different dynamics work and how people sort of, not in a sense, complete each other, but fill in little gaps mm-hmm. to allow the energy to flow in different ways for both people's benefits, especially if it's a business or even a family out there where everybody's working to everybody's sort of really good strengths, like our natural capabilities too, look. Yeah. So connecting the dots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then as part of, you know, talking about when we talk about the elements, part of the healing journey is really a, to me, it has something to do with uh, becoming more aware of those elements, right? Yeah. And where they play out and uh, how conscious I express them in the world or, or how does it feel for you, like relating the elements, or in this case, like earth into the, the healing, healing journey. journey. Mm-hmm. That would be, to me, it's like the very basic is where is my awareness? Where is my attention? Where is my focus? Um because if it's way outside of myself or I'm away, where am I is the question. You know, I do that sometimes this and when I'm doing teaching Reiki at the very beginning, I'm like, okay, so where are you? And they're like, oh my God, Rosie, and I've just realized I am nowhere near myself at the minute. I'm way off thinking about next week or way off until 10 years ago, or I'm just, I'm just not here at the moment. There's just a lot happening. Like, so to me, it's like the, where am I at least informs me. And it's not a good, bad, right, wrong. You're so this, whatever, like, it's just like, oh, okay, that's where I am. I'm just not fully available for myself here today. So at least I know I'm not maybe possibly available for anybody else today either, but I have an awareness of where my energy is like that way. And then for me, it's exploring that if, the understanding for me would sort of be, I love exploring like, you know, what is my definition of being rooted or being earthy energy, especially in terms of healing and especially if we're first maybe going off on our journey or if we've been a long time on it. That way, like, you know, do I think that's not as pretty and as juicy as upstairs or do I understand you need both and one informs the other, you know, like, or am I quick to go and escape versus be here? That way, because like I've mentioned this loads of times in podcasts, for me, it's so important. But how do we live whatever we're experiencing in life? Like, you know, like whatever I'm into, whatever I practice, whatever I enjoy reading, you know, what? how do I live that? And to me, that's the earth energy, like, because I can have all the gifts and the strengths in the world. But if I'm not actually anchoring them in through myself and bringing them out into the world and it doesn't mean like working at it but sharing it with my family with my partner just in my community in some way then it's worth nothing like because it's not anchored it's not being loved do you know like and we can read all the brilliant books and we've all done this and we all still do this we can have all the knowledge 
But it's like, but what does that actually look like in life? You know, so for me, that's like it's a, it's a lifetime's work. But to me, that's such a beautiful connection to realize it's both like one's not better than the other. And there's nothing wrong with earth energy. We can we can get to know when we're in out of balance and out of sync with it. But it's also like it's how I live and I live in this world like, you know, like, and this is where I'm going to get my needs met or not met. But if I don't know what my needs are, then I won't know if they're being met or not. Like, and that would be the other little one. Like, you know, what are my needs like? And my needs aren't going to be a Ferrari and a 40 story house and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be very basic and seemingly simple, but sometimes very hard things to give ourselves like. My needs are maybe I need a morning off. Like maybe I just I need to know I have such money coming in. I need to know that when I ask someone to help me that they're going to follow through and that like, do you know, like so I mean, they're hard things because they're real life things like, do you know, like it's easier to head upstairs versus I have to actually ask for my like, you know, someone to help me or actually have to look at my finances. I have, you know, the stuff that we kind of avoid sometimes. So for me, that's all the important part, like because from what everything else grows as well, like just like the soil, plant my seed in it. It's from there everything else grows. So myself, can I plant myself or what do I need to be planted into? What do I need to nurture and be fed with so I can grow? That's how I would sort of the lens that I look at life through. Mm. What about you, Bibi? That's beautiful. Um, another way of looking at it is to to take the earth element as as a barometer of what else is going on, right? So if you think about if you think about the materialization process, the birthing process, you know, we're bringing essence, thoughts, feelings into existence, into the tangible realm. So then when I look into the tangible realm, you know, from, from physically, how does my body shape? You know, I can feel that the tension and the anxiety when it manifests in the body, but I can also look at how I decorate my home. Um, you know, like, is, is that really me? How, how I, you know, materialize my, my whole life into this world, you know, am I rushing? Am I, what the speed of my life? And there's, there's no, there's no value judgment to it. You know, for some, some energy types, it works better to have a speedy life, to do a lot of things for other others. It just kills them, but just to look at the manifestation of all of your life in it. Um, so to look at the earth element in that way as the, as well as if you think of it like in a slower vibration, but not lesser than, but it's, it's the slower that makes it visible, that makes it tangible, that brings it into this realm that we can talk about it, we can touch it, we can feel it. So then working it backwards is like taking that as information going, okay, I'm seeing this, you know, right shoulder is lifted way more than the left shoulder. I can feel that my right upper trap is like way tighter than the left trap. So you can start feeling like certain tension building up in the body or you can see, you know, all of a sudden my room gets really, really cluttered. And then it can take that as on a healing journey, as a guessing back. It's like, whoa, well, if my room is totally cluttered, I'm probably in a time in my life where maybe my thoughts are all over or I'm in process of creating something and just have no time to look at that. But it gives me an indication of my inner life, the more subtle life. So it is both it's planting something and growing something out of the earth but the earth element is also sort of that mirror it can be that external mirror that's what we're saying you know 
the outside is reflecting the inside as above, so below. It, it, it's that idea of what are you pulling into 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 the earth element. And then in terms of the healing journey, it's really to be really, really kind with yourself and take stock of what you're seeing, find the nicest language around it. But it, that's really your, that, that's, and that's where life becomes your teacher every moment. You go, oh, if I don't like how I manifest myself into the world, okay, what's at the base of that? you know and take it back what are the kind of feelings behind it what are the thoughts behind it where is it all coming from the patterning and so on um and so in that way earth element can be a beautiful teacher as well because it's 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 visible you know it's and and yeah. we but we do and that's why we sometimes escape as well from 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 it and hype because oh. you know it, it 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 it's it's right there it looks you in your face whether you want it or not yeah <laughs> you know? yeah 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 and that's like that's the reason why we go upstairs first usually is because we're just like the house is too messy, there's too much going on, too much going on, I, I can't, I don't even want to feel what's going on in my body, there's too much going on in my head, there's too much going on in my life, oh my god, and oh, there's a flight for space, air, I'm on that, oh my god, it's so nice up here, I can just lie in this, and I don't have to, like, I can just think of anything and nothing or whatever, you know, like, so it's understandable why, like, because it can feel, and because it is a physical sensation, if you think of it as physical energy, it is a physical element, it can feel bleh. You know, because it's because it's not flowing. Yeah. So I feel like I've, I'm just stuck in the mud. We tell ourselves in relationship to the elements, like especially like I feel like I'm just dragging myself through treacle here. You know, like, oh, I just feel like I'm just not moving at all. You know, I'm going backwards, you know, and, you know, I don't know what I stand for. Do you know, like, I don't I don't feel like I've just got nothing beneath my feet. You know, like, so we, we're telling ourselves all the time how we're interacting with the element, but we do, we're, we, we're not taught how to really listen to that. Like, so sometimes it's just actually listen to ourselves when the words we use in all sort of ways, but even for the earth element sort of going, oh, God, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's informing me of where I'm at and meeting this element. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool way of looking. I love looking at this, this is like the way I look, looking at life through those kind of lenses. Like, yeah. It's 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 really powerful because it's very it's universal, but yet it's very personal. Yeah, the element of Earth is universal. Everyone has some sort of experience of Earth. How we express it and how we relate yeah. to it is is highly personal, oh, yeah. and so it's the interaction between the personal and the universal that that gives us um, this possibility for 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 change. Right? It's like where we. There's the archetype and that's us, us veering off. And the reason why we're veering off is, well, just life happens. <laughs> you know, it's like the experience of life builds up within us. And so we veer off. And so to have these, these lighthouses, it means it's like having, having a map, you know, noticing where you have maybe gone off track and then bring it, bring it back home into, into how you want to express yourself. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Gorgeous. Beautiful. <laughs> And on that little note, leaving our listeners to ponder what the earth energy means to them, what the earth element means to them. Um, is there anything you'd like to wrap up with, Bibi? Um, we usually go into practices right at the end yeah. of, of a podcast. Uh, but we were saying about for, for this series, we yeah. kind of actually split it because it's just so rich and intense. So. Um, we'll be back with a whole episode on on practices around the earth element um, to kind of 
deepen your understanding and you can play play with that so um yeah join mm -hmm. us in the next episode then for for practices around the yeah. island of earth yeah so we hope you will join us to explore it a little bit further and thank you very much for joining us today and dipping our toes into the earth element and we look forward to chatting to you next week thank bye. you bye we'd like to thank you for listening to the earth school podcast hosted by rosalie mcnally and bb Dallin. if you'd like to find out more about the podcast you can follow us on instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work you can check us out on our websites bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. 